So I am so excited to welcome back a really good friend of mine, also a nutrition coach, Coach Allie. She's with AFIT Coaching, and she is awesome at helping moms over 35 get lean for the last time. I love that tagline because you put a huge premium on metabolism and mm. make sure that women, especially women who are used to dieting all the time and chasing lean and chasing skinny and stuff like that, you know, when it stops working, well, that's when you might need a metabolism or and that's what coach Allie specializes yes, in. Yes. And thank I'm you. excited to have you here to talk about this topic today mm-hmm. because this is the time of year when a lot of women, especially those of us that are over 35, you know, get into this season and we start to freak out a little bit because mm-hmm. it's like eat a thon season during the holidays. You've got the gatherings, you got all the food, you got all the stuff you got to do. You got all the stress and the big fear as on my, among my clients, I'm sure among your clients as well is, Oh my goodness, how do I get through the holidays and not gain 10 pounds? So I thought mm-hmm. you'd be the perfect person to talk to. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah. So my big question <clears throat> for you is how do you personally as a nutrition coach, as someone who loves to stay fit, as someone who's very mindful, you know, with all these things, how do you approach eating mm-hmm. the holiday season? Like, let's yeah. peek into your Yeah. Work. So I think the biggest thing, especially like just for me, my history and like the way I try to help my clients more is like just really eliminating that dieting mentality in general. Um, because the more your mindset is in a dieting mentality, the more that you feel restricted, the more that Uh you have fears around food, the more you're like, I can't have this and I can't have that. And I would go into every holiday season back in my dieting, like, you know, strict, severe dieting days. And I can remember this being like, all right, I'm not, I'm, I'm not overdoing Christmas. I'm not having any dessert. I'm not having this. I'm not having that. Right. And there were times there were some holidays I did it and I felt so like accomplished, but then it's like, well, why did I do that to myself? Right. Like I'm missing out right. on like the joy and the, you know, the Christmas cookies and whatever. So yes, I think that, you know, when we try to work like a, like we want to like release the urgency in general, which is not easy for most women to do around like the weight loss and the fat loss and obviously feeling more comfortable in their skin, um, especially if they have a strong dieting history, but um, doing a lot of work outside of the holiday season, um, this way you set yourself up for more success. But I also think that nobody really, not, not to say nobody, but like, don't put yourself into weight loss and fat loss during the holidays. <laughs> Um, yes, like it's only two days or three days, but like, you know, what comes with the holiday season. So I think when clients have permission to know, okay, like I, you know, what is it really a month's time? You know, when you think between like Thanksgiving and this and and new year's per se, like four or five weeks, what is that in the grand scheme of your transformation, you know, of your lifestyle habits of feeling the best in your skin. So if, you know, what is the specific question here? Is it like, all right, people have lost some weight and they don't want to gain it back and now they're hitting the holidays. Like, you know, is that what we're talking here? I just want to yeah, like narrow I mean, it down. So like, it, I mean, it's, it, there's so many things, right? So like, mm-hmm. yeah, there are people, right. And I know that there are different, they're kind of different among my clients, but they all come down to the same thing. And that is fear of gaining weight. Right. Yeah. So it right. could be a person that is not dieting, not trying to, hasn't been trying to lose weight, but they're just, they feel they don't like how they feel and they already are unhappy and they they're afraid that they're going to gain even more. Right. right. So you've got that camp. 
And then yeah. you've got, they got the person that maybe has successfully lost some weight and now they're freaked out. They're going to gain it all back. Mm-hmm. You know? Then there's the person that, um, you know, maybe would like to continue to lose weight mm-hmm. or would like, you know, is kind of in that weird place of either I've been trying to lose weight or I have mm-hmm. lost a little bit of weight and I don't want to lose mm-hmm. my momentum. And, mm-hmm. but I don't know what should I yeah. do. Right. And right. it all comes down to that same fear, fear of gaining weight. I'm going to get it. I'm going to Yeah. Gonna, right. Gonna, and you know, like we talk about, this usually comes down to like, you know, our self-talk. Um, the way we, the stories that we're telling ourselves and then just knowing that no matter what, like your habits is like the way you're treating your body is the way your body's going to respond. So if, you know, if you're just working on the habits in general, so you have a better lifestyle, so you feel better, so you're less bloated, you know, um, you're eating more protein, like all of those things on a daily basis, like that shouldn't stop all year round anyway. Right. So, you know, what I think once people start to make that connection and know that just those things in general help them feel better because they weren't doing them consistently. Um, that when that, like for me at least, like I know when the holiday season rolls around now, I don't have anxiety around it because you you know, we're doing this work consistently. It doesn't mean we're perfect. It doesn't mean we're not gonna have days where we overeat or things happen, but right. You know, we keep up with the with those um, you know non-negotiables, those bare minimum requirements that keep our body in a better place. It does take time, though. So, like for example, you know, uh, my metabolism is like way better than where it was six years ago. So now coming into like holiday seasons, like doesn't mean I won't feel it a little bit, but I don't have like this surge in a weight gain because. I'm, you know, on Octavia all year round. And then the holidays come and I'm like, oh, I'm going to eat this, that, and the other thing. And my body is like going haywire. So, you know, I think people just have to like really reframe their minds and understand the things that need to be done on a daily basis. That's going to help their body, you know, respond better. Because you know that the better you treat your body, the the better response your body's going to have to you. So That's right. (laughs) Your point, especially you, I mean, you know, this being, you know, a metabolism expert and everything, when you have been treating your body like a lot, and then you, and then you restrict and then you binge a bunch and then you restrict and you know, the yo-yo comes from that, you know, all the time I'm eating everything. Oh, now I'm going to punish myself, not eat anything. Oh, I need to get that off. You know, and then you're constantly doing this. Then when you go into the holiday season and your body's used to restrict, 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 then whatever you eat, it's, it's going to show up on the scale a lot faster because your body doesn't know anything other than I'm either getting nothing and I've got to shut down mm-hmm. and make it work, or I'm getting way too much and I can't even process that, you yeah. know, it's like the floodgates and neither yeah. one is good for your body. Your body can't handle either situation. Right. Um, so I, I think it's like, it's, it's such an individual um, kind of uh, assessment per se. Like, I find like when I start clients and I'm like, listen, it doesn't matter what time of year you start. The people that actually start during the holidays where they're like having the most anxiety around it, like, you know, it's the busiest time of year kind of. And they're like, should I really do this? It's like you always want to encourage them to because it's the best time for them to learn better strategies and have better tools around, you know, this season, because it's just going to set them up for more success as they go. And next year can be even better. But I think people just have to adjust their expectations. So depending on where they are, um, going into the holiday season. So, you know, is going to give them what kind of outcome they're going to have. So if they're in this really strong dieting mindset, like 
you're going to have to work to undo that. This is not the best time to try to be in weight loss. So when they, when they can flip that side of their brain and have, you know, kind of lower their expectations, they can handle it better. But if you know, like I'm in weight loss right now and like holidays are coming, like you're just going to be more tempted to want to have things that you are going to deem that you can't. But this also ties back into, you know, we talked about this food exposure therapy and just like having permission to eat things like you you can't ever avoid everything so when you have more things on a consistent basis when the holidays roll around like the cookies aren't going to be just like staring you down as much if you know if you have them here and there um i just actually had a conversation with a client who's just just a newer client just literally starting like probably three weeks in and very very strong dieting mentality and one of the first things she said to me on the phone was like "We're, we're I only try to work on habits now in the first like three to four, maybe even six weeks right. because throwing macros and calories and all this stuff on people, which is great. Like they don't even dial in their habits. They don't even know how much protein they're eating. They don't know how much fiber they're eating. They're, they're just used to either dieting or not dieting. Right. So she says to me, this is probably bad, but like, I've been having turkey and cheese, like on Dave's killer bread for lunch. And I'm like, why is that bad? What's wrong with that? And like, they get so confused. People call her bad. You know, like I'm just pause for a second. Coach moment. Isn't it amazing to you what people call bad? I'm like, that sounds great. Turkey <laughs> and, and cheese on days. Yeah. This bad. What planet are we on? Where right. And it's like, you know, they think like the cold cuts, like they're horrible. And like, all right, yes. Or we have better quality food and, and some that are a little less quality, a hundred percent. But is that one meal of your day, maybe it's a little less quality the rest of your day is pretty good and like what's wrong with that because it's probably the difference of you getting that protein in you know and balancing it out and controlling those calories to maybe i didn't eat lunch and now i'm starving and now i'm binging and it's four o'clock and now i'm just eating all this crap so let's put that into perspective um and i think that's just really what a lot of people have to work on as you know it's like how they talk to themselves the stories they tell themselves the way they're looking at food and then when they're going to the holidays like it doesn't you know it's a free for all because you you're restricting yourself in some matter you so. have too many rules how can you how can you like if you're used to that level of dieting rules of i can't have cold cuts i can't have bread i can't have this i can't have that and now you're confronted with all the things at a holiday party mm-hmm. and and you can't you know, contort through the hoops that you've set up in order for it to be okay. Yeah. Your only voice in your brain is, ah, screw it. Might as well eat. And then if you go, ah, screw it. Might as well eat for one night and you get a free pass. You know, you get Mm -hmm. like a hall pass. What, what are you naturally going to do? Eat all the things because we aren't, we aren't going to get a hall pass again until like, who knows when Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. at all, right? Like you're just literally setting yourself up for a binge. Mm-hmm. For no other reason than you're like a rebellious toddler mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. has a night of freedom and, and yeah. eat all the things and you can't stop eating because the freedom <clears throat> will go away. Right. I, and I think it, it's just, it's such, like you said, like you broke down like the three scenarios of like women basically. So like, that's to me, like the typical dieting person that they really have to adjust their expectations and learn how to not think about like, it's, it's that all or nothing mentality kind of thing. Like, how do we live in between? How are we okay with just like maintaining where we're at and working on these habits and like enjoying this holiday season, right? Maybe fat loss comes after. Um, and, but then there's these people that they, they can't even rein in their habits. Like they're more on the side of like, I'll just eat the ice cream. I don't care. You know, like, 
they don't want to feel overweight. They don't want to be overweight, but they really have a hard time controlling what they're eating, right? So that's like two different sides of the spectrum. So people like that going into the holiday season where they need to learn more self-control, um, you know, you're going to have to, you're going to have to coach them a different way um, or obviously like have them set their season up a little bit differently, have them focus on the good, right? As opposed right. to like, you're thinking everything's bad. So now we're telling you it's good. It's right. a little bit. Well, and you know what? A lot of times, because I have those clients too, um, yeah. it, it, you know, where it's like, I just want to go crazy. It's like, well, you know, and that, and they're used to that. Um, but a lot of times they want to go crazy because everything's bad. Right. So you, so it comes back even to, even if you haven't been dieting and you just, you know, struggle with discipline. Yeah. Actually don't chances are it's mm -hmm. just that your mind and you've been setting yourself up for failure for so long that mm -hmm. if you're not allowed to have anything, what are you going to naturally want to do? You're going to fight with yourself until you finally cry uncle and say, you can have anything you want. And then go, you know, ver versus like really, really learning how to eat and be satisfied and be allowed, mm -hmm. which is a whole, like you said, that's the training that has to happen outside of the holidays. Yeah. Because yeah. there's a whole new way of changing your relationship with food. And I'm kind of right. curious because you have had this kind of before and after of before I used to go into the holidays dieting, right? And food was a restrictive thing. Mm -hmm. And now I no longer have that perspective. How mm -hmm. did you break down those barriers for yourself? Like what was the change that happened mm -hmm. for you mentally? Um, I think so. It was definitely an overtime process. So like, you know, it just, I, I just, I've noticed and can look back on the fact that it doesn't bother and affect me as much as it used to. And I think it was just going through what I needed to go through. Like, uh, you know, releasing that urgency, not dieting, obviously learning, you know, flexibility and structure, like that's where macros come in, you know, calories and macronutrients and doing that, doing that whole process, like for me was life changing because all I knew was food rules. You know, uh, all I knew was the next meal plan. Like that's just the way my brain worked, like, or I was just a very severe calorie counter. So once I stopped all that and, you know, was able to have that structure, which is how I explained to my clients, like, People sometimes have such fear and anxiety over like logging their food, but I'm like, we need to just build awareness around what you're eating and what your habits are. And that's what this process is. It's not supposed to be like, oh God, like I have to log my food today. Like I get it. It doesn't always work for everybody, but I know for me, that really helped me bring in more like, um, like ease my mind of knowing like I can have this today. I could build this in my day. So the more and more I did that, and then I kind of transferred into, um, you know, that, that intuitive eater, like I learned from what I've done and now I use that tool when I need it. Or if I'm like, you know, I need a little bit of fat loss this season, um, then I can go there. But for the majority, I just, I just stopped, I stopped dieting, but because the habits were, you know, I was focusing on the right things like strength training more instead of doing hit and boot camps and so much cardio and walking more and just, you know, eating within the right parameters for myself. And then my body started changing it it all just kind of fell into place. So, you know, I still struggle though. Like I definitely still have moments where, you know, you're like, Oh God, I feel so like you wake up and you just like went out to a restaurant the night before and, you know, you ate a little bit extra or you had some dessert, like everybody feels it. So, you know, yeah. I don't think it just like a hundred percent, you just never going to have fear or anxiety around it, but you just want it to, you want to be able to navigate out, out of these thoughts faster. Yeah. Um, and you're, you know, than you used to. So I think for me, that's what happened was I stopped the dieting because I just started seeing positive changes to my body over time. 
because I stopped having this goal of like, I have to be in this type of shape by this date. Um, you know, oh, yeah. the, end, the end date cycle. The endless end dates. <laughs> and I just started doing the same things every day that like I knew I needed to do and that made me feel my best. Um, and then once you like tweak things a little where it's like, okay, like, uh, as you know, the best thing to do is not be in fat loss for long periods of time, right? Like the endless, like we're low calorie dieting is like the, the, the perpetual cycle. It'll make so, you fatter. We'll just give you the, the Cliffsters version. Right. That's so, fatter in the end. <laughs> yeah. And I, I ended up being okay, knowing that it was going to take me longer to see my body change, even though, you know, it was hard at moments, but I was able to enjoy more because it started having the opposite effect on me where being so restrictive for so many years had affected my mental state so badly that once I kind of stopped being so restrictive, it was really hard to go back to that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you feel this way, but like fat loss is not an actually easy place for me to go because I, it, it's, I can very quickly like get anxiety about that mindset. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's I a very, it. it's a, it's I absolutely a, hate dieting 100%. Right. Right. That's only all I used to know. Only do it for short stretches, like a month yeah. or two max. Yeah. Then I'm out. Right. Exactly. I can be very focused and disciplined and move that needle well for <clears throat> like short periods of time. Mm-hmm. But it's because I don't live there all the time anymore. Same yeah. as you. It's just my body does better. Yeah. I maintain where I'm at better. And right. I just, I just like my life. I just yeah. don't want to say no. Exactly. To eat all this right. So the way I frame it to people too is like, wouldn't you rather just have 70 to 80% consistency? And know that you're going to enjoy your life and your lifestyle and be able to like some, have some dinners out and have a cocktail and have these things. And you're going to, you know, maybe you see this 10 pounds come off over six months instead of three months. Wouldn't you like that better? <laughs> Wouldn't it make you happy? You're still seeing progress, but like you're enjoying your life at the same time, as opposed to like, let's give everything up. And then, you know, I got this weight off, but now I'm miserable because I, I, now I just can't feel like I have anything. So that again, going back to our like holiday season, you're subjected to more things. I was in more holiday parties, more traditions, more cookies, more whatever you're doing. And it's very easy to have those fears come around. But, um, you know, also remember, I always say everything's temporary. So even if you do spend a couple of weeks eating a little bit more than you normally would, you have to tell yourself, like, I don't have to stay here. So if you're starting to feel a little anxious around it and you're feeling a little uncomfortable in your skin, you have the power to change that. So we're adults and we control what we do. We control what we put into our mouths. Um, and that's it. So sometimes we just have to have those hard conversations with ourselves too. Yeah. I love, so like to sum up some of this stuff, like it sounds like the big changes for you happened over time when you put more structure. Yeah. In. So by having structure with tracking and saying, oh, I have a balance, like a budget, like a, like I do for my money. Right. And I'm going to, here's my a sandwich today. Like nothing's going to happen to me. I built more right. trust around food. Yeah. So I can eat whatever I want. i just have a way of managing. So I know where I'm at. Right. And by building these habits, by creating structure with eating mm-hmm. and continue, then you approach the holidays. It's, it's no big deal. It's just, I'm doing my structure and mm-hmm. I might have one or two new occasions where I can enjoy a little more, but it doesn't change. It's not like your whole life changes or you become a different person when you go to the party. Yeah, exactly. I mean, people really do. They struggle with letting food have too much power over them. And I used to be one of those people like I couldn't. And sometimes I still have this tendency like I I'll stay around the dessert table. <laughs> 
like I might not even want it, but it's like, why am I standing here? You know what I mean? Right. I'm just like, I need to be around the food that, because honestly, I still want to be healthy. Like I don't eat crap all day long. Like I, I hate to even use like the, the hard, like the good food versus bad food type thing. But for the majority, you know, you still want to make your body feel good. So, but I still have way more, like my bad eating is somebody's like, you know, perfect day probably yeah (laughs) um or a lot of people yeah right but again like if you have the mentality and you have fears around food and just like you have a strong dieting background i don't think it 100 percent goes away and you just have to you know be stronger than your mind sometimes like and you know depending on what your goal is and where you're at and what you're doing you just need to know what are the strategies i need right now to get me through the season you know and that's very individual yeah 100 percent I, I love that. It's it's so helpful. And I think what's great is just hearing the struggle and hearing how like you coach this because you've lived this. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so easy for someone to see you at a party and just be like, oh, well, she's skinny. She doesn't have these problems. Mm-hmm. No, uh-uh. No. Wait, like when you're when you're fit, sometimes you're more neurotic. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're worse of a judge. Sometimes yeah. standing there thinking everyone's judging me worse. Right. So well, people think too, like you're a nutrition coach, like, oh my God, look at what I'm eating in front of her. And I'm like, yeah, right. I hate that. If you only knew what I eat sometimes, you know, it's like, I feel like I'm the quote, you know, we're in this space trying to undo a lot of this damage for people. Like, I'm not that like, okay, here we go. We have to eat your protein and veggies and everything. Yes. But like, you know, we want to, we want to make people feel more comfortable around food for the most part. So it's funny when I hear those things, you know, or I hear people being like, they'll be eating something. They'll be like, I I really shouldn't be eating this right now. And they're like shoveling it into their mouth. And I'm like, you notice the things that people say to themselves because, you know, sing them out loud. And, 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 you know, you just want to give them a hug and say, you don't have to think like this anymore. Yeah, exactly. yeah it's not helpful. Right. I love it. I love this discussion. Um, yes. People find you on social media, on Instagram. Yeah. I'm, I'm just under my, my first and last name, Alison Farangi. Um, I'll right? include yeah. your, yep. I'll include yep, your, that's, um, that's what I am. And um, I, in the, in the write up in the show notes. And yep. Stuff. Yep. Yep. I just try to have a mix of, you know, here we are some, some nutrition content and, but, but I like to like, like, I don't like to be so rigid. Like, like, like people come at me because they're like, you'll have a diet coke. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, it's not the worst thing ever, right? So come over to my page if you want to have less stress over the things that people think that you can't have. <laughs> I, I love guess. the content you put out because it's very real. It's very honest. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of times dieters don't want to believe that it's honestly just this, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. just consistency, develop consistent habits over and over and over and yeah. over again. And eventually you get yeah. there. It's not overnight, yeah. but eventually yeah. you get there. But I love that you have a 90 day program that you can, um, you help women with their metabolisms. With Yeah. Their- I start with that. I start with the 90 days. I like to, um, I'm happy to chat with you about this, but I like to see like, you know, is this working for you? And is it working for me before I invite you to continue, <clears throat> um, or give you that, you know, like offer you that spot in that, in that next container. And then also people can get a taste of coaching and I can see is, is this person a right fit for me too? Because it's coaching is a two-way street, as you know, and it only works on communication really. That's right. Yeah. You got to have trust. You have yeah, to. absolutely. You are a fantastic coach. I just, I just love your content. I, I love, love yours too. Time. You always have such good, um, the, the mindset with, with you and what you put out there is amazing. So keep well, going. 
a lot of people can tell you like the macros, this and the protein, this, and yeah, all day long, right. All day long. But if you don't have a mind that can put that strategy into place consistently, then it's not going to work. So that's, I tell people that all the time. I'm like, listen, <laughs> this might not work for you. It might work for one client and it might not work for you. So, you know, we, what do you feel like is going to work for you best? And let's, you know, let's figure that out together. So awesome. Well, thank you. for oh, being Thank here. you, Angela. Have a happy holiday. You too.